Hello, welcome to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Here you will find cutting-edge information provided by the best experts in the world so you can learn how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Bruno de Gama is the Brazilian Health Nut in a mission to solve the problems you have when trying to lose weight forever. He is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified personal trainer, and a holistic lifestyle coach by the Czech Institute. Don't forget to say hello and sign up to our free newsletter at www.brazilianhealthnet.com. Let's go. All right. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Kelly. I really appreciate the opportunity. Can you tell a little bit about your story from little Kelly? And I, I saw that you really, that you also survived a heart attack. So I, yeah. tell us a little bit about your story. Well, uh, the, the, the short answer so that I don't uh, take up too much of your listeners' time is uh, I've been interested in nutrition my whole life, but I chose to do some jobs that you know put money in the bank and not necessarily the, the healthiest choices. So I ran a uh, 7-Eleven convenience store for five years, and then I owned McDonald's restaurants for 10 years. Wow. Uh, but uh, the whole time while I was doing that, I was still studying the bio nutritional aspects, biochemistry of food and doing gourmet cooking lessons in the evening. So after um, many years of doing this, uh, it really became too much of an incongruency for my my staff and my family and myself. And so I went back to school. I got another degree this time in nutrition, health and wellness and then went on to do uh, some specialized training in whole foods nutrition. And that mm-hmm. led me to walking away from the McDonald's restaurants and starting my own business, uh, The Right Plan, where I teach people how to use whole foods in order to find their optimal health. And I, it's been a great platform for me. And it became an even more interesting platform, more exciting platform about four years ago when, yes, I had a heart attack. They gave me a stent. I had a hundred percent blockage of my LAD, what they call the widow maker, and they couldn't figure out why. Because I was doing triathlons, I I didn't have blood sugar issues, I didn't have cholesterol, I wasn't overweight, uh, I didn't smoke. I mean, uh, no genetic reasons. Nobody in my family had heart issues. That they really couldn't figure out what had caused it, and they yeah. thought it was just a fluke. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't, and I had another heart attack. They kept going in and cleaning out the stent and it just, my body didn't want the stent. So it kept trying to reject it. And so they ended up um, the next year having me have a heart bypass surgery. So at the age of uh, 43, they cracked open my sternum and ribs and and stopped my heart and gave me a new uh, LAD. And mm-hmm. um, nine months after I that incident, uh, I ended up having a stroke. And so uh, two years ago, I couldn't put my fingers to my thumb on my left side of my hand and my face was all drooping. Uh, I couldn't swallow. I couldn't talk. Um, they were feeding me with an IV. Uh, but once again, I came back. So all of that happened in about an 18 month time frame. And mm-hmm. medical experts worldwide 
have worked on my case because they can't figure out how not only do I keep coming back, I knew that these things were, were going to happen. I could feel them happening in my body. Get, and so yeah. I got to the hospital in plenty of time. And they kept kept asking, you know, how, how am I surviving and more incredibly thriving? I mean, if you looked at me when I go and I speak and, and I, you know, I've been uh, all over the country, the U.S., uh, 40 different television uh, yep. performances. Um, you know, if you look at me and listen to me, you'd have no idea what I've been through. And it's all because of my healthy diet. And all of those medical experts have said the same thing. It's that healthy diet that saved my life again and again and again. So I love mm -hmm. the opportunity to get out and talk about it um, with people like your listeners and you that you know are really beginning to understand that we have a lot of power and control about our health when we decide what we're putting into our bodies. Right. Did you change anything at all from the time when you had this stroke and your problems with your heart? Or you kept the same thing? But nope. Because from what you said, you're already doing a lot of uh, pretty much everything right in terms of lifestyle, right? Nope. The only thing that I changed is I do take an aspirin a day now. Um, just it, it seems to help keep my blood a little bit thinner. And so that that's helpful. But other than that, uh, yeah, no, I don't take any medications. I made no changes in my my diet, my lifestyle, anything. Uh, they were they considered mm -hmm. me ideal for 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 everything. So right. Uh, no, so it's no, still a mystery what happened. <laughs> it is actually still a mystery, which is uh, a little bit scary. I, I won't lie about that. But I have learned that, uh, you know, there's some things I can do that seem to uh, help improve it. So I do eat more beets than I used to. That seems to keep my blood thinner. Uh, I now mm. have a treadmill desk. So uh, whenever I feel like my I'm getting a little sluggish, I stand up and walk for a little bit. Um, yeah. And so all of that seems to be able to, to so far keep it at bay. And so whatever it is in my system that, that nobody seems to be able to identify um, you know, I, I can monitor without any pharmaceutical drugs or, or doing anything more than what I was doing before, uh, with the exception of, I, like I said, I do take the aspirin. Uh, it seems mm -hmm. to, it feels better. So I take it. Gotcha. 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 So Kelly, I went to your website and I've never seen somebody who has been to so many shows on TV. It's like, oh my God, I was like, oh, she's all over. That's so nice. So what's the message that you have been spreading through all this media? For, there's many messages out there, really, but they all come back to this same principle. And the principle is whole foods nutrition. If people eat real food as close to its original form as it was grown or, or you know, whatever the food is, you know, as close as we can get a, to its original form, uh, the healthier they're going to be. So whether, mm -hmm. you know, I'm teaching that through recipes or I'm using the platform of having been able to save my life many times by using whole foods and coming back, uh, you know, no matter which message I'm out there giving, it all comes back to the same thing. We have to eat whole foods. Mm -hmm. Do you restrict anything at all in terms of, let's say some people don't have gluten in the diet or like grains, for example, or dairy, those, those are still whole foods, but how do you handle this restriction from some diets? Well, the thing with diets is that everybody has to find the foods that are best for them. So there is no one answer. And sometimes my my clients even chide me a little bit because they say, you know, we'll ask you a question and you always start with it depends. 
Um, and that yes. usually is the answer because depending on the person, if you're the type of person that wakes up in the morning, you have all the energy in the world and you're good to go all day, you know, and you fall asleep easily at night. Uh, that's a different diet plan for somebody than the person that wakes up at the same time, but they don't really get going until like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. And then, but they can get a second wind and they'll go till two in the, the next morning. Those are different hormonal issues in the body. And so they need different diet plans. The same thing is true if, you know, if there's a person that really craves like potato chips. And so they're craving that salty, that crunchy, that kind of fatty food. That is a different type of diet than somebody who's craving uh, something really sweet, like a brownie. You know, and, and if they sit down to a plate of brownies, you know, they're going to eat the whole plate, not just one. Um, those are all different diets. It's all about creating that balance and hormones um, within the body. So that yeah. determines what somebody needs to not necessarily remove from their diet, but restrict is probably a good word, you know, where they're going to create balance. You know, for some people, coffee's fine. For other people, it really does need to be restricted. Um, yeah. uh, so the only thing that I would say is a universal food that I, people should completely avoid, no matter what kind of diet they're on, is trans fats. Uh, those yeah. hydrogenated, manufactured, fake fat, uh, that's got no good for anybody. It doesn't matter who they are, you know, what diet plan they choose. But um, the reality is, you know, everything's going to work for somebody. It just is, is finding the right path for them to create that balance. And, mm -hmm. and that's very individual to, to each, end of, each person. Yeah, yeah, that's a theme that keeps coming back and back on the show. It's like about bio-individuality. So yes. every person has to find out what works for them. So people are here mostly because they want to lose weight. That's the main subject here on the show. And I saw that you have a two-week program about losing weight. Can you share a little bit about this program? How do you do and how does it work, really? And that's one of my best-selling books is the two-week weight loss program. And it, um, it's all whole foods, so you're, you're going to end up in that case. It's a more restrictive program. It will work for almost everybody. They'll lose 7 to 10 pounds in about 10 weeks if they have it to lose. I, I should say that, of course. Um, right. But it is a restrictive program. So it is not a diet that somebody can do for the rest of their life for the most part. It's really a, a simplistic way to lose weight if they have an event or something special that they're trying to get to. So I, I do want to be sure I clarify that because normally what I teach people to do is the simple steps that they can do for the rest of their life, not something that they're going to do on a short-term basis. But mm -hmm. I realize that a lot of people, you know, it's the last minute and they've got whatever, a reunion or or, uh, you know, something coming up that they really want to look awesome and they, they want to drop a little weight. So the, that's how I created the two-week weight loss program. And it, um, it's, you know, been a, a bestseller because people, you know, we all procrastinate. And, and it's, mm. so the nice thing is it'll get people started on whole foods. So everything in there, something that they make, uh, they eat six times a day breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks, and a dessert. So there's a lot of food, um, but they're doing it all from their own own kitchen. So they're actually cooking 
and making food. So it's a little bit of prep time for people, but it, uh, it works really, really well. And it's going to get them off of those processed foods. Mm -hmm. My question is, so it's a two weeks program. However, do they get like a transition later on after these two weeks? Because there is a lot of programs in the internet and people can buy like, oh, it's really, oh, let's lose weight in two weeks or 10 days, right? But then what happens later on? That's my main question for all those programs. Yeah. Do you and have the, something like that? This is definitely just a two-week program. This is not a lifestyle change. I don't, I don't even pretend that um, it, it's going to do that. It's going to help somebody just quickly drop um, excess fat um, mm -hmm. in a very healthy way. So there's no pills, there's no boxes, um, you know, there's nothing else to buy. It's groceries, they go to their own grocery store and they make. So um, I have talked to a lot of people that, that have cheated the program a little bit. So like I teach in there how to make hummus, or red pepper hummus actually, which is a a fabulous, wonderful snack food. Um, but then people tell me, you know, they, they cheat it. They don't want to make it themselves. So they buy from a grocery store and, you know, it may or may not be as successful for them, but the principles of it can be used continuously. So they can take that information right. and the recipes and continue using it for as long as they'd like. Uh, realistically, most people, it's too much work because you're cooking and most people are not used to cooking um, enough food to eat, you know, out of their own home, their own lunchbox or whatever, six times a day. Uh, so it's not necessarily feasible to continue um, as a, a lifestyle with that restrictive of a diet. Mm -hmm. um, gotcha, gotcha. But it's, yeah. um, it's not, it, it could be done. I just, it, it wouldn't necessarily be the best solution. If somebody's really trying to get healthy and they're not looking to finish, you know, to get into like a, a an outfit in two weeks for a special occasion, uh, then yeah, then they need to look more at a lifestyle change, something that they can make yeah. baby steps, little changes over a longer period of time that just become part of their everyday life, rather than something that's dramatic and and just a, a short term fix. Um, and that program is designed to just be a short term fix. Cool. Got you. Hey guys, what's up? Bruna Gama here, Brazilian Health Nut. And let's take a little break from the show because I would like to offer you something. If you go to my website, www.brazilianhealthnut.com and click on the page Burn Fat Forever, you can go ahead and claim your free consultation with me right now, okay? Or you can just send me an email at brazilianhealthnut.com at gmail.com so you can start to lose weight and feel healthier right now okay so go ahead and claim your free consultation with me and remember that spots are limited okay now let's get back to the show I have something that when I'm working with clients, it's something related to metabolic typing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to figure it out if the person is more towards vegetarians, if they're more towards animal-based food, or if they are kind of like a variable, right? Right. And I saw that you also have something similar on your website. So you have this body type solution program, right? Do you, yeah. how, how does that compare to metabolic typing? Diet. Um, so over the years, I've used a, a variety of the different uh, typings, if you will. So, you know, there's, there's blood typing, there's metabolic typing, uh, there's uh, 
paleo and vegetarian there, you know, uh, raw foods, you can kind of pick all these different things. And over the years, as I've worked with clients, I found that most people fit into one of four types, if you will, um, mm. and for lack of a better, better word. And uh, how I base that is where they get their energy from. So like I was talking about people that wake up with a lot of energy versus people that that wake up but don't really hit their stride until later in the day. Um, those are the two most common energy types. So we have to look at where they're getting their energy, the foods that they're craving, um, how their energy flows throughout the day. So it's more of a hormonal balance diet. Uh, and that's, it's nothing specific. It's a little bit of a lot of parts of those uh, different typings. Uh, because as I I worked through and studied many of them, and I think there's value in a lot of them. They're, I mean, they they all have very good information, but the problem, like with the blood typing diet, is the the fact that we've really morphed. We don't have as people have have become more of a worldwide society, and we you know we don't have a lot of people that are only born and raised in a small indigenous area where their blood is very pure. We don't really have much of that anymore. We have a lot of, you know, of, of, uh, homogenizing of the, of our yes. world, which is, is great, but it's not great if you're looking at those type of diets because, uh, you know, an O blood type isn't the same as an O blood type was even five, 10, 15 years ago. It's all changed as we've, we've, um, you know, crossbred for better a uh, lack of better word but um so i over the years i've just realized that as i work with people i can you can i can find where these four pieces come in and and folks can usually self-identify that they know when they have energy they know when they have cravings they know what kind of cravings they have um women's may change a little bit de depending on their their uh cycle during the month but for the most part, it's usually the same type of thing, you know, spicy foods, fatty foods, salty foods, sugary foods, you know, they, they lean toward one above all else. And so once you start identifying that, it's really pretty easy from my perspective, I think, to identify what type of foods are going to work really well for them because it's what, where their energy is coming from and their cravings indicate what hormones are overactive in their system. And then we just balance yeah. those hormones with the foods. Do you have a name for those four types or how do you uh, categorize? Yeah, those I categorize them as uh, adrenal, thyroid, pituitary, and reproductive. And so those yeah. are the, those are the um, organs that they are usually stimulating the most. And so uh, if they're a thyroid person, that's where they're getting a lot of their energy. A lot of those people are having thyroid issues. So they either uh, are on some sort of medication for uh, a low active thyroid. Uh, a lot of times we're seeing them get into the autoimmune diseases like Hashimoto's and things like that because they're, mm. they keep using their thyroid hormones to such a high degree that their body is beginning to break down. They can't continue at the level that that they keep going to that that particular organ. Same thing with right. the adrenal glands. It's why we're seeing so much um, adrenal fatigue now from people because they keep going to the adrenal gland to get that energy. And they're eating and drinking 
foods in order to help bring that energy level up. But the more they do that, they just keep, you know, whacking away at their adrenals to the point where they just get exhausted and they can't keep up. So uh, it's all about then creating balance and saying, okay, we need to pull out some of the foods that are causing you, you know, the, your organ to be in or overactive and supplement with some foods that maybe you haven't been eating as much of that are going to help create that balance and slow down. So, you know, what, if they're adrenal, then we want to start, um, uh, sparking Mm -hmm. the usage of the thyroid and the pituitary and the reproductive glands with the Mm -hmm. foods that they eat and decrease the, the body's desire to go to the adrenal glands for energy. Cause we can get, we can get energy from various places. We just need to find the one that's going to create that balance. Yeah. And are you finding out about these types through self-experimentation and feedback? Yes. Yeah. So, so over the yeah. years, um, gosh, I don't know how many thousands of clients. It's just, it, yeah. it wasn't really something I set out to identify. It just, as I worked through people and, you know, with them, I realized I kept saying, seeing these same patterns. And when, when we used the, the same um, strategies with those patterns, we always saw results. So it, mm-hmm. I was like, well, okay, let's, let's look at this and say, there seems to be four types. Now there, there's some crossover, but almost everybody has one that is their primary. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm, I'm really fascinated about those things because I think it's really different. I mean, nobody talks about those things in the media, like this body types and all that kind of stuff. But one question that I get every day is, should I eat every three hours or should I eat three times a day? So does that matter? How do you handle this question? I get pretty much every day from friends and clients and all those kind of things. Well, in my experience, it really depends on what the goals are. And that's a, another big thing that people have to, to identify what are they trying to accomplish when they're eating and working out? And, you know, uh, what is their big goal? And once they identify the goal, then that answers the question. So if somebody's trying to lose weight, yeah, they probably should eat a little more frequently uh, and, and, you know, three to four hours because you need to keep that metabolism rev to keep the calories burning. Uh, but they need to eat small snacks, not meals, you know, uh, just enough to keep the body going. But if quality matters too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, (laughs) it's, you know, there, it's not a simple question. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then if they're, if they're really not interested in losing very much weight, maybe just a little, or they're maintaining, or their goal is, you know, just to spend two hours gardening or running around with their kids, that's a different goal. And so they don't necessarily need to eat multiple times during the day. And in that case, it's going to do better for their insulin resistance to not eat because they're not, they have a different goal and they're trying to do different things within the uh, body, the hormones of the body. Same thing if somebody's trying to do, uh, you know, world-class weightlifting or uh, run a triathlon or a marathon or something, that's a different goal. And so, yeah, they're going to need to eat a different diet and they're going to need it to eat at different times and they're going to need to eat, you know, five or six times a day and, uh, you know, use a different base of proteins and carbohydrates and stuff. Cause it depends on the goal. So yes. there's, I don't think there's one answer for anybody that, you know, the, the answer is the next question. What are you trying to do? What, then we can talk about what your answer is. Um, but 
there, I, there isn't, again, it's all that bio-individuality, how the body works and what we're trying to accomplish with the body. Yeah, it all, always starts with it depends. It does. Most, most, most questions. Yeah, and most of my clients, they're like, okay, we know you're going to start with it depends. But that's the <laughs> truth. And the thing is, I, I believe, and this is where I might pick on somebody else, but I believe that if you're going to somebody and their answer is, uh, isn't it depends, then they're trying to fit everybody into one cookie cutter plan that isn't, isn't going to work you know, unless yeah. they're only specializing in one thing, which, you know, then that might be different. But if you're talking to a, an, an expert, a professional in the nutrition field, and they only have one way of doing something, then it, it's only going to be successful for a small percentage uh, of the people, because there's no one size fits all. Yeah, definitely. I was like, I was on the website, like I told you before, and there was something about the dangerous times to lose weight. What does that mean? Oh, so they're depending again on you know, which type of person are you are, um, you know, where you get your energy. There are danger times during the day where if we're not being uh, mindful of what's going on in our body and our hormone balance, we can get to the point where we're so hungry that you know, you're just going to eat anything. And, and it's mm -hmm. going to be whatever food is probably the worst food for you at that point, because you're, if you're, if you're in that craving mode, you're going to go to the foods that make you feel the best, which most of the time, unfortunately are the foods that we're probably supposed to be restricting. And so we want to keep people out of those danger times. And a lot of times um, that's really dependent on, on them uh, and what their body's doing. So for uh, some people, the people that, you know, don't really get going till later in the day, their danger times are more late night snacking because if they start revving up their adrenal glands again later in the day, like in the evening time, time, um, they're going to get enough energy that they'll keep going until the wee hours of the morning, which is, you know, not a bad thing to know about yourself. If you're, you know, want to go dancing out at the club until, you know, three or four in the morning, then this is a great thing to know about yourself, how to get that energy level. But if you're trying to, you know, get up and go to work at 6am, then that's, that's not the, you know, you want to be very cautious uh, that's the person that shouldn't be eating late at night. They need to cut off their, their eating a little earlier in the day. If you're uh, the other person, you have all this energy in the day, uh, during the day, there's a frequent time, in, uh, usually between two and three o'clock in the afternoon, where they're going to have an energy dip and they're going to get a little more tired. And that's the time where if they're not aware of it and being cognizant of it, uh, they're going to go you know, to a vending machine and make a really bad choice because they just want something at that point. And it's going to be, you know, or they'll go get a, uh, you know, one of those like latte coffee type things that just has, you know, sugar and caffeine in it because it'll give them an energy rush, which is what they're looking for. Where if mm -hmm. they're aware of it and they know those times for themselves, they can have a little snack before they get hungry, before that energy dips. And they're going to keep their, their uh, of their hormones on pace so that they have sustained energy without any of the cravings yeah you gotta listen to your body guys that's the message here like uh, it reminds me of yesterday i was uh, i invite a friend over to have dinner and I, 
my biggest meal of the day is always dinner. Like I eat a lot at dinner mm -hmm. because it works for me. I feel good and the next day I'm, I sleep better when I have a big dinner. However, she could not eat much. She always just has a little snack, very light things, you know. So you have to listen to your body. Yes. That's the message here. Yeah. And I saw that you were on the media, like I told you before, and you're cooking a lot of meals there. Can you share some of your favorite meals in not just for losing weight, but just to be healthy. Oh my goodness. I have a ton of them. Um, yes. I think one of my favorite meals is actually uh, super easy. And we just, um, we cut up leeks and put them with uh, some, whatever type of broth you like, chicken broth or vegetable broth or whatever, and just steam them a little bit in the broth, poach them actually, uh, just a little bit um, so that they, they're tender and then put some salmon on top of that and just poach it in that in that broth and uh, serve it with the the broth and the leeks and the salmon and i just it's that's one of my favorite uh, go-to meals it's so fast especially yeah. if you cut the salmon up so that you know it cooks faster I and mean, you can have dinner on the table in 15 20 minutes uh, and it you know it's just wonderful mm -hmm. what about for breakfast do you have a favorite one a favorite breakfast. Um, well, now, see, this isn't always an interesting one because I, I, one of my go-to breakfasts is actually uh, a smoothie uh, that I, I do with, uh, I'm trying to think what's in it, kale and spinach, pineapple, um, an egg. Mm -hmm. uh, all real food. <laughs> all real food, yeah. One ingredient, guys. Yeah, um, and I, that's one of my go-tos, but it's actually not one of my favorite breakfasts. It's just a lot of times I'm running late and trying to get out the door, and so I, you know, it's easy to make a smoothie, but I'm not a huge fan of them. I don't like to drink my meals, honestly, So, mm -hmm. and that's just personal choice. So when I'm at home and I have, you know, a little more time, I love to make a frittata with eggs and whatever vegetables we have, you know, I just load it up with vegetables and spinach and mushrooms, onions, whatever is usually left over. I do this on the weekend and I make a big one and then I can reheat it during the week. And so I'll either make it in a big skillet or if I, if there's a lot of, of it, I'll put them in those muffin cups. And so then I can take two two little mini frittatas and eat them and it can be a snack or it can be my breakfast. Uh, and so I like to do that on the weekend when I have a little more time. And then I, I have uh, basically breakfast to go, um, you know, mm -hmm. anytime I want or snack. I could do, you know, when you put them on those little muffins, that can be a snack too. So I really like doing that. And, and it uses up whatever's left over in the refrigerator before I go shopping. So that's always nice too. Cause it seems like there's always, you know, one or two green onions and somehow we, you know, a, a few yeah. mushrooms floating around and a handful of spinach that, you know, you don't, it just, it uses up everything. And I love that. And then of course I, I'll have some breakfast that'll be my breakfast uh, for the next few days and I can go shopping again. Yeah. Preparation. Preparation is key. Always. Yes. Is. You have a one day intensive course can you share about what you're doing there? Because I really believe on the power of coaching. I'm a coach, I'm a fat loss coach, and I really believe on this working with people and leading them. So you kind of like you shortcut, right? You tell, you're teaching them how to do things that would take like, I don't know, maybe 
five years and they can learn in six months, right? Can you share about yeah. this one-day course that you have? Um, so the one-day course is a, a private thing for people. So it's not a, it's not a group. It's just really um, honing in everything for one person. And uh, they usually bring meal plans that they already have, recipes that they like, and we actually work through their stuff and get meal plans made for them that are going to work, uh, introduce foods to them. So a lot of times uh, the, uh, it's something I normally do here in my own office in the States. And the whole back of my office is a 12 person demonstration kitchen. And mm. so we actually sit here and cook. Uh, although I have done that at people's homes, I, people have flown me, you know, all over the place to come to them and do it. And we'll, I do the same thing. And it's really, uh, a lot of times, especially younger people, uh, they haven't really learned to cook. And so when I start talking about things like uh, poaching salmon, their eyes kind of glaze over and they don't know what I'm talking about. So, um, a lot of that is a lot more about actually cooking techniques, uh, how we do things like with spinach. I mean, spinach is a powerhouse food. It's a great food, uh, but mm. there's ways um, to make spinach even better. So, you know, you can saute spinach. It's still great. I mean, it's a great food. It's pretty hard to, you know, use spinach and make it bad for you. Um, but if you do a quick uh, blanching of spinach, uh, or at least just a quick boil without the lid on, you know, like 30 seconds, uh, you're actually going to get 80% better absorption of yeah. the most important minerals like um, uh, the zinc and the iron and, and um, yeah. the vitamins A, E, D, and K. Uh, so those, it, 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 there's ways that we can make the food even healthier Yes. And so they're going to absorb more nutrients. So they automatically lose weight because they don't need to eat as much. Their body gets all this, you know, 80% more nutrition from the same food. And all of a mm. sudden it's like, well, I don't need to eat as much because the body's like, well, hey, you got me enough. And then, you know, so they do a quick blanch and then we put the right salad dressing on it and they're going to get even more absorption because uh, all those leafy greens are fat, they have fat soluble vitamins, uh, the A, E, D, and K, and those have to be in a presence of fat. So when somebody's eating like a, a, you know, and this is not a bad food, I'm not, you know, it's just, a, it's a level difference. It's the difference between, well, this is a good food and this is a great food. So, you know, if they're eating like a raw salad, a spinach salad, it, that's a great, great food. There's nothing wrong with it. But then they put, you know, a non-fat dressing on it and nothing that has any fat in it. And they've actually lowered the amount of um, nutrients they're going to get from it. You could take the exact same food, give it a 30-second blanch, a good olive oil-type dressing, and throw all the same ingredients together. And they're going to eat a lot less food and be much more uh, satisfied. And the body's going to run better because yeah, they... It is yeah, they, they're using real food in a different way. So they're all, it's all just a continuum. And when we do the one day thing, that's usually what we really focus in because this is one person with one issue. A lot of times they have, you know, chronic medical conditions that we're trying to, to resolve. Um, but most people end up, you know, the thing that, that's most popular is more of a, a 90 day at home 
work through your own system type of program. Uh, and that's normally what people find and use with me, for me. Yeah, it's super important to know what to eat, like the quality, but also how to prepare the food. I see this, let's say, like you just said, with the absorption of uh, kale or like uh, spinach, like you ju just said, and same way with meat. The way you yep. cook the meat is going to be different absor absor absorption into your body. Sorry, my English is not really good today. <laughs> so yeah, preparation and the way you cook, it's super important. Yeah. So one more question here. There is a lot of talk about detox and cleansing on the media nowadays. A lot of people talking, oh, detox this, detox that. How do you handle this question and how do you work with people about who wants to go on the detox program? Well, and I think there, I do a, a cleanser detox a couple times a year. Uh, I, I don't think it's necessary for people. So if it's something that they, they're like, ah, not interested, it, it, there's still, you don't have to do that to be healthy. Uh, but a lot of times people find that they do want to just get stuff out of their system uh, or maybe they're having allergy issues uh, or, or food that's bothering them. So a cleanse or a detoxification can be a great way to eliminate a lot of those highly allergen foods and then add them back in slowly to find out if they are having problems with like you were talking about gluten and things like this. Um, in order to really know that, I mean, some of them you can do with a blood test if they're protein based, but if, if they're just, they're foods that don't have a protein base, mm -hmm. um, a cleanse, a detox elimination diet type of program is really the only way you're going to find out if, um, you're having problems with some of those foods. So there's a lot of reasons to do a cleanse or detox. And so if people are interested, again, I come back to the same thing. It needs to be a whole foods cleanse. So the idea of doing seven days of water and lemon juice, um, yeah, you're going to lose some weight, but you're not giving your body anything necessarily that's nourishing for it. Um, yeah. So as soon as you go back to eating real food, you're going to gain that weight again. And, uh, mm. and in fact, you may even gain more because you basically starved the diet, the body for a week. Uh, and you know, we can, we can withstand that, but it's not necessarily healthy. You know, uh, evolution has made it where we can accomplish not eating, but it's not what our body likes. So it'll fear that you're going to do it again. So it's going to save extra fat. Um, so yeah. I like to see people do a whole food, cleansing uh, type of detoxification, if that's what they want to do, where they're still eating foods, but they're really balancing those very delicately. So uh, they're, they're either blending or they're, they're doing the smoothies. Uh, they're doing something to help pre-digest the food, uh, fermenting it. Uh, they, and they need a good balance between the amount that they eat that's raw so that they get mm -hmm. good roughage and get the stuff cleaned out of their system and the amount that they do that is cooked, which gives a lot more nourishment to the body. Um, but it, you know, and, and is, uh, helps because it's partly digested at that point, of course, and they have to have fermented foods because we need to get those, those good microbes back into the gut to help restore balance. And, uh, I highly recommend that they use bone broth at that point too, because that's um, yeah. really super nourishing. It can make them feel full. Uh, it has a, a lot of the basic nutrients in it. So it, you yeah. know, it can be, it's very um, 
specific when they do something like that uh, to make sure that they're eating all the right foods that still remove all the major allergens, things like eggs and nuts and dairy, um, mm -hmm. you know, anything that could be uh, a potential allergen needs to be removed and then let the body just relax and yeah. do what it naturally does. Cause our body's a, a great, de you know, cleanse and detoxification system. It's just, we overload it. So it's nice sometimes to take a, a little break, give it some help. Um, but it is, it does need to be, um, very safe, real foods. Um, you know, not a bunch of pills and, and, uh, juices and stuff like that. It, it needs mm -hmm. to be stuff that's really going to, to cleanse the body, but nourish it all at the same time. Yeah, bone broth. You just said, "Oh my God, I've been Brazil and I've I've been to all the supermarkets and I cannot find bones from cows to make my bone broth." I'm so I'm so mad about that. <laughs> um, uh, Kelly, there's a company, is there? There is a company that I think ships worldwide. Um, oh really? Yeah, called U.S. Wellness Meats. I think is what it's called or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I think they do ship worldwide. Last I knew, and they do have organic grass fed. Um, bones. The other nice. thing is you can always go looking online. Uh, Weston A. Price Foundation usually has um, a they have chapters all over the world and whoever is your local chapter person, uh, they will probably also be able to tell you uh, where somebody is actually raising animals in a way that you could use the bone broth um yeah so but i have to check have, it out yeah you do have to do a little research it's unfortunately you know bone broth used to be a traditional food that everybody would make and eat and enjoy uh that's kind of gone on the wayside so now you have to you have to hunt a little harder to find the really good bones but it's it's completely and totally worth it so i highly recommend yeah. people do it yeah i gotta check it out I miss my bone broth and I've been here for over a month. So it's time to, to find some. Kelly, is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you think it's worth to share with our listeners today about really anything about health, losing weight? I really encourage people just to, to you know, especially if, I mean, we just gave a lot of information. I'm sure if they're listening regularly, you know, they're getting a lot of great information is to really just pick one thing. You know, don't try and change it all. Pick one thing, make that commitment to yourself. And, and do that. And once you get that one down, then make the next piece. And if you do it that way, you, it won't be overwhelming and you'll have great success rather than just, you know, trying to throw it all out, start all over, do everything new. Um, it's just, it's very difficult to do that. And people don't see the same success. So if they only commit to one thing today, that's going to help tremendously. Yeah. One step a day. Yep. That's the message. Where can people find you and what's next for you now, Kelly? Uh, the, I am at therightnutritionplan.com. It's R-I-G-H-T, rightnutritionplan.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all the, all the other ones. Uh, all is the right plan. Okay. Um, and uh, you can find me there. Uh, next step for me is we're launching next week, actually. We're launching a combination of a multiple number of my programs into uh, a, a new system that people will have will be able to use for themselves that is a 90-day program to help them really clean up their diet and uh, get excited. And, and much like your podcast, uh, I did a year and a half as an international radio show host and got the opportunity to interview 
some amazing nutrition experts like Dr. Lauren Cordain from the Paleo Founder and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, all these wonderful people. And so we've put all those programs together with all of my information um, and uh, really created a, a program that people can use in their own home and uh, really find great success. It's taken us a year to test it and make sure it all works. And we're really excited to see it go worldwide next week, actually. Wow. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Kelly, Thank you so much for being here with us today. I super appreciate the time and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Go to www.brazilianhealthnut.com for much more information about how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Hasta luego.